0: of practice let's try that again hello 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 and welcome back to another episode of where the fuck am i in this episode i am back in london in st albans at um family friends house but we have a lot to go through because i since we last talked i was in germany greece croatia which actually doesn't sound like a lot of places but i was in all those places for like A solid amount of time. So, I hope everyone's doing well. I think it's been three weeks since the last episode. I tried to record some episodes when I was in Croatia on the boat, but it was just so hot and stuffy down in the room where I was staying. And then there was like, I think, eight of us total on the boat, so there was just noise all the time. It just wasn't working. So, there's been a bit of a delay, but as usual, (laughs) it's nothing new. I'm so excited for when I'm home and I can like actually solidly record these episodes. But anyways, today I'm going to be talking about Germany, which unintentionally became one of my favourite, if not my favourite, mm, yeah, close to, I don't know, I haven't made a I haven't listed everything as favourites yet, but Germany, I absolutely loved it. I went to only two places, I only went to Berlin and Munich. Which were quite contrasting (laughs) cities, I feel like. We'll start with Berlin. So, I was in Berlin. I went from Belgium to Berlin. And I was there for... Like a week. I was there for, I think, six nights. Which is a long time to stay somewhere. Well, actually, not really. If you're me. And I was doing like three nights, four nights maximum in places. So, I stayed for six nights. Because I figured there was lots to do in Berlin. which, Which there definitely was. But... I had a very interesting experience in Berlin. First of all, everyone there is so cool. Like, just, I mean, it, I don't know if I tell the difference between locals and tourists very easily, but I thought I could. And when you're just walking around and all the shops, and I don't know, everyone's just dressed so cool and they have that like German aesthetic to them. And I don't know how to explain it. I just went there and I was like, oh my god, I want to throw out all my clothes and change to like the German aesthetic that everyone's wearing but um, it's such a diverse place which was really enjoyable like there is so much going on in Berlin it's very much known to be a city where like everyone's welcome you can be whoever you want to be you can do whatever you want to do more or less and there's so much history there which was really interesting I went on like a five-hour walking tour which was so it just blows your mind because especially learning about like World War Two in school and then just being in the famous places where things happened and everything, like everything there has like a meaning or history behind it. And it's so, I don't know, it's mind-blowing. Because I'm not usually, like I'm not a very big history person, but that one, it really hit, it hit different. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's a good way to describe it, but you know what I mean. On that walking tour... I met two girls who we were lost trying to find the tour and then I overheard them looking for it and I was went over to them and I was like, I'm looking for it too. And then we found them together. Turns out they were staying at my hostel. There were two Australian girls. Really hope they don't listen to this. But we ended up going out that night to like this rooftop bar and they seemed super nice. The rooftop bar ended up having like a line for it that was like an hour long. Like we waited there for a long time. And then once we got in, the vibes were like, they were good, but the DJ stopped playing music halfway through and then it was just no music. And I, I don't know, it was a rooftop bar, so it wasn't the worst that there was no music, but I, I don't know. Vibes were just weird. It wasn't the best night ever. And then we were like talking about what we should do the next day and we like made plans together because it was really, really hot to go to like a lake um, nearby and go for a swim And like, we just, we made all these plans and then they ghosted me. Like they went, I saw on that Instagram stories, they went to the lake without me. They didn't respond to my messages before they left so that I guess they could go without me tagging along. And like, I've had such good experiences traveling with making friends, like everyone's so welcoming and nice. And I was just like shocked when I saw that they'd done that because pretty much everyone follows through if you're like oh let's do this tomorrow pretty much everyone follows through unless they go oh actually I've changed my mind I want to do this or oh I'm not feeling well like usually as a reason these girls just straight up ghosted me like and even worse they were staying like in a room nearby so I kept like they would walk past me in the hallways and stuff and it was I don't know the vibes were just so weird and it was such an odd experience but like that's the only experience I've had like that so I guess that's a good thing like to know that a majority of people when you're traveling are gonna be nice it's just those odd odd few ones and it kind of knocked it didn't knock my confidence but it was I don't know it just threw me off a little bit like I just felt a little bit awkward walking around in case I was gonna run into them because they were just like I don't know clearly didn't want me around which each to their own they missed out but so I never ended up going to that lake which is a shame. The only other really substantial, like non-touristy kind of story I have is I ended up making friends with the guys who were staying in my room and everyone was going to this club called Trezor, which is a techno club. And they were like, do you want to come? And I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Like, I like techno music. I'd never been to a proper techno club. Like, it's hard to get into. You have to dress a certain way. I didn't really have clothes to like fit the aesthetic that everyone was saying you had to dress as but anyways I thought fuck it I'm gonna go but I stayed sober didn't drink anything because like I just met these boys from my room I was going to this techno club that was like really I don't know had a reputation and I don't know I just I'd never been in this environment before so I didn't know what I was walking into so I decided to say sober so that it was like I just felt safer and calmer and you know, I wanted to be aware of my surroundings. Anyways, we get there. We get there a bit early, like early meaning 12 (laughs) a.m. And we start lining up. The line's not too long, but they turn away people at the drop of a hat. Like I knew that it was hard to get into, but oh my God, they ask you what DJs are there. If you don't know the DJs, you're gone. If they don't like what you're wearing, you're gone. If you know, you ask the wrong thing, like, um, I think someone got asked how do you act in a club or something like that and one guy said respectfully and he got in and then some other people got asked like what do you hear and they're like oh to get drunk and have fun and they got turned away so it was kind of terrifying going up in the line but thankfully we made it through um believe it or not but they tape up your phone cameras like you're not allowed to take photos or videos and I don't it was Quite intimidating to walk into but weirdly enough once you're in there I've never felt safer like in a club and I think it's because of the way they turn away people who are like oh I'm here to get drunk and like they make sure the people there are at least there for the music or even if you fake like even if you just remember the DJ's names and you don't actually know like at least you put in that much effort like they turn away all the shitty people and so everyone in there's so nice like the bathrooms were so clean there was so many bathrooms which if you've been clubbing which you probably have you know the bathroom's always disgusting they were so clean everyone was so respectful but the only thing was I felt like you had to be on drugs or drunk to be there and I don't do drugs I drink but I don't drink that heavily and I was sober and I just I think I lasted like two and a half hours I guess two and a half hours of straight techno when you're sober is pretty good but it was I don't it's such a hard experience to explain and it was so interesting when they tape your phone cameras and then I walked in and my first thought was oh my god I want to film this like I want to show my friends and show like the um podcast page and everything and then I realized like oh you can't like And then no one's on their phones. So if you pull out your phone, like, it's... People look at you like, what are you doing? Like, even if you're just pulling it out to message a friend or something, like, it's weird to be on your phone. And also something else that was weird is the way the dance floor, people just line up. Like, it's in, in like, rows and everyone faces the DJ. But not crammed rows, like, jam-packed, like, at a festival or a concert where everyone's trying to get to the front. Like, literally, like, imagine, like, a school assembly where they all the kids line up and then go in by rows and sit down like everyone's standing in those formed rows for whatever reason with like a nice amount of space around you to dance no one's bumping into you no one's grabbing you no one's you know pushing past like everyone was so kind so that was a 10 out of 10 experience minus the fact that I felt like I needed to be on drugs but yeah Berlin I highly recommend going like that's one of my top places it's definitely an experience I missed out on these markets that if you go you should go to go there on a Sunday like make sure you are on a Sunday because there's these markets and this like at this park and there's this like festival. Festival. Oh, what am I saying? Karaoke, not festival. There's this karaoke, and so many people go, and it's like this huge group in a little amphitheater doing karaoke, and it looks really, really fun. But unfortunately, I think I left on a Saturday, so I missed out on that. I think that was that's kind of I. Could, I mean, you could talk about Berlin forever, but those were kind of the standout things: the history, the techno club. And then getting ghosted by those girls. Those are my three standout events. Oh, my voice just cracked. Did you hear that? Those are my three standout events that happened in Berlin. And then after Berlin, I went to Munich, which was never on my list of places to go. However, in Spain, I don't know if I ever mentioned, on the night that we went out in Madrid, sorry, um, we went out on a pub crawl and we met these two German girls, Matilda and Mia. And... I went to visit them when I was in Munich because that's where they were from. Unfortunately, Matilda was mostly at her grandma's house, so I didn't see much of her. But I ended up hanging out with Mia every day that I was there, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there was one day that we didn't hang out. And I think I was there for five days. Mm, I'm not too sure. It was so much fun because I think if ever you travel, if you meet someone at some place and like you vibe with them, you become friends, whatever. You should go visit wherever they're from because they can show you the city as if you're kind of like living there. Like I did, obviously when Mia was busy, I did like the main touristy things, like going to the English garden, which is a huge park there that you have to go to if you visit. Um, I don't know, walking around the streets, there's some cool churches, I think. Were they churches? I think so. Yeah. Um, going to all the beer gardens, you know, classic German things. But then I ended up doing so much stuff that, like, she showed me all these little, you know, this is where everyone hangs out, you know, like showing me the places I think we went out clubbing. Like, I got to do it with all her friends. We went to – there was – they have the um, Olympic stadium there from their Olympics when they hosted it. And there was, like, a – there was something on that – there was this huge, like, co- free concert event thing, which was absolutely amazing. Apparently, it was the most full the Olympic um, stadium place had been since the Olympics or something. I don't know, 50 years? Something like that. But anyways, it was this huge celebration. Every All the the performances were in German, like, didn't know what was going on, but I just had so much fun. Like, even, even if I couldn't understand what anyone was saying, because obviously... Mia would speak English and if we were just a few of us everyone would speak English but then once people started drinking and when there was big groups everyone just obviously went back to their normal language German and I understand literally the minusculest is that a word minute minusculest the most tiny amount of German I don't speak very much German at all I can I know numbers and the days of the week anyways so Everyone was speaking German and I had no idea what was going on, but it was still, I don't know, it was still fun to kind of just be included in that in that whole experience. It really made me appreciate that I didn't plan ahead because then I was able to go visit and like Mia was one of the most loveliest people, if not the best person I think I met on my whole travels. Apologies to everyone else I met. <laughs> but no, I honestly, I really want to go back and kind of like, I've always wanted to live in a country for a while, like maybe a few months you like be an au pair or something. And I think I would definitely pick Germany just because I kind of understand the basics of the language already. I don't know. I just felt really at home there, which was probably a lot to do with the fact that I got to experience it as if I lived there. But everyone was so welcoming, all her friends. Like, I don't know. It was, I can't explain how homely I felt. I don't know just comfortable that public transport was easy to use I felt kind of safe everywhere it was really because it like I said before it contrast to Berlin in the sense that Berlin was really like there was a lot going on all the time whereas Munich was a lot more like karma there were there's like pockets of the city where there's things going on there's pockets that are quieter there's the English garden which is a huge garden with this river you can swim in and like people surf in the river where there's, there's like waves that are made and it it was just such a wholesome place I think is a good word to describe it felt very wholesome and also it was beautiful like the houses and buildings everything was just so nice I have to admit though going there was scary in the sense that when I was in Madrid when we met Mia and Matilda we were on a pub crawl and I was with my friend Macy and I feel like she did most of the talking like I'm a very like I've struggled with social anxiety so much less now than I did before, but. I'm quite a shy person and if there's someone else there I always let them take the lead in the friendships and like I usually just I'm in the background and then I'll warm up after a while and then I'll start being more like loud and talkative and confident and whatever but usually at the start I'm very like reserved and I let someone else do the talking which is such a bad habit. I always stay in my little comfort zone and I had this fear that I was gonna go there and like meet up with them and then not be as entertaining or like not be fun or like them. I mean, I didn't think they wouldn't like me because like I'd met them before and they obviously, they wouldn't have invited me to come hang out if, if they didn't. But I don't know. I just have this fear that if I'm like hanging out with new people alone to me is so much scary because I don't have another person to rely on in case I've like, I'm shy or I'm not. I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. I guess that it's that I'm not entertaining enough for people or that I'm not fun enough or I'm not, you know, what if halfway through they go, oh, I don't want to hang out anymore. And then like, it's all my fault. Whereas if there's someone else there, it's like you have that other person to rely on. And I think that experience really like got rid of that fear for me because they hung out. Oh God, I'm rambling so much about this, but they hung out with me like every day, which just made me feel so welcome. And it was such a good experience and I don't know, I just, if you travel alone, go back to someone's hometown, go back. Obviously, if someone invites you, obviously don't just stalk someone back, but you know what I mean? You see the city in a whole different light. Like there was nothing even in Munich that like stood out to me more than The experience I had with Mia and all her friends. Going to Munich, like Munich is one of my highest rated places because of that experience, if that makes sense. Like the other places I was just rating based on like, oh, they had cool things to look at and oh, you know, I liked the areas and whatever. But this one was like, it's literally just about the vibes. Everything comes back to the vibes. Now that I've rambled about how much I enjoyed Munich. (laughs) Shout out to you, Mia and everyone else I met. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be back soon. I'm coming back to Europe next year, by the way, everyone. Going back with mum to Italy and I'll come back to London. And I think I'll definitely try and do some more places in Europe that I didn't get to in this trip. But I am well and truly out of money, by the way. And out of time. We're at 20 minutes. I ended up rambling a lot to the end of this. So I hope, <laughs> I hope some of it made sense. But I guess the what was it, the tip of the day or the, the I don't know, the one thing I want you to take away from this episode regarding travel, the travel tip, is have confidence that you bring enough to the table for people to want to spend their time with you. That is my travel tip because if I didn't have the confidence and I said no and I didn't go to Munich, which I was honestly close to doing at one point, then I never would have had that experience, which ended up being the best experience. So basically, never say no obviously have your boundaries but like you know what i mean if an opportunity is presented and it has the potential to be really good take it but yeah i think i think i covered kind of the most of germany that i wanted to talk about i've covered all the dot points on my list so i'm like i said i'm back in london and i have plenty of time here to pump out some episodes so Now that I've got my laptop charging, if you saw my Instagram story, you saw that I was struggling to get that sorted. But because I left my charger in Croatia, um, I have all the time in the world. So I'm going to be editing and uploading these episodes ASAP. And we have Greece and Croatia to go. But honestly, I think Greece might have to be split into two episodes because there was just a lot that happened. But yeah, don't worry, no more three week waits in between episodes. Also, I'm gonna be doing a travel essentials episode soon. I might put a poll. No, a poll? A question box? I don't know. Something up on my story to see if there's any other like travel item I don't know, travel essential related stuff that you guys wanna know or questions you have, but God, I'm in such a rambly mood. I feel like I could talk forever, but I need to I need to wrap it up now, so. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking around. And I think there's a few I've gained a little bit of followers on Instagram. So if any of you guys are listening, welcome to the podcast. My name's Grace, which I should say at the beginning of every episode, but I never do. Um, thank you for being here, everybody. And yeah, I will see you next week. Not in three weeks. <laughs> class. <laughs> Bye.